Let's start. Can. How are you? Good, thanks. How are good. you? Good, thank you. Yeah, it's nice in here actually. This we, we are in the uh, Garage Project Kingsland and it's quite cool out the back. But actually, I feel. Mood music. Mood music, and it feels real hot everywhere else. This is actually quite nice. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah. And so we've got a flight of beer each. Yeah. And I've got a combination of hazy pale ales, which I love. A fizz palace, which is a sour, mm. only 1.1%. Yeah, you could drink uh, all day and drive home. You could drink all day. Well, they call that a session. Well, uh, actually, sessions are normally about 4% or something, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, 1.1, it's, it's, yeah. Barely, it's barely alcohol. Yeah. And then this other really interesting one, the poor man's cocktail, spelt P-O-U-R, which smells like Eno. We agreed. It tastes absolutely delicious. I mean, there must be, there must be a lot of sugar in there, something. There might be, might almost be as much as in my garbage stout, which you haven't oh. got on your thing. I know. Eleven point five percent. Oh well. Basically, it's like treacle. Yeah. 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 Looks, yeah. Dark. Dessert, looks dark and thick. Yeah, delicious. Yeah. You can't get drunk because it takes so long to pour it into your mouth. Oh, I'm sure I could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Because it is to 2023. 2023. Yep, so I think today we're going to talk about our year having just gone. Yeah. And maybe what our what our goals were for the year and how things went. Yeah, awesome. Uh, in the year. So shall I start? Yeah, do. Yep, so... I guess my year has mostly been about that coaching program that I started, just as a like a way of drawing the line in the sand. Really, when I started that back in February, it was yeah last year. So, yeah. To and I had some goals around growing the business, and I sort of said to myself, if I didn't reach those goals revenue-wise, then I may not continue to focus on the business as much as I'm focusing on. Okay. But like I didn't reach any of those goals. Yeah. Really. But you know that I mean you don't always necessarily reach your goals and maybe they weren't the right goals anyway because they were really based on the numbers and revenue and stuff. But yeah. What I'm thinking about it now is sort of changed way I've been thinking about the goals for this year and I'm now I'm thinking them more about them how how my mindset has changed yeah for the year yeah nice really yeah and this coaching courses I've done a lot of things that I didn't want to do yeah but all things that will eventually drive the business forward revenue wise and, and everything wise but not necessarily just because you do them because like you do these things and you figure out if they work or not and then you carry on and so really it's about having the mindset to try these different things that I'm not comfortable with like yeah. doing the webinars yeah. maybe more like one-on-one -on -one sales yeah. stuff like cold maybe cold email all of the things that are a little bit uncomfortable yeah for me so I think <clears throat> I'm happy with the, how the year has gone even though like revenue growth hasn't been that great. And actually I say that, so revenue growth is in terms of monthly recurring revenue for the business has pretty much stayed the same for okay. the whole year. But yeah. I have got a lot of revenue growth, partly 
with your help, yeah. from the the percentage of all of the the transactions that we process through training too. Yeah. So actually, we've had a lot of growth from that. So the overall revenue has grown, but I'm really focusing on the monthly recurring revenue from the number yes. of customers. That yeah. We've had. Yeah. So. I also did make a few decisions during the early part of the year, like to, to stop the free plan that I had, which I think we've talked about that before, that really tanked, really tanked the revenue growth. So looking back at my numbers for revenue, even though I haven't grown that much, I've only had two negative months for the year and everything else has been positive. Nice. Just unfortunately those negative months were a lot more negative than the positive ones were positive. So yeah. that's why you sort of ended up. Can I space. interject or say something? Please. So on our call this morning, Jill talked, so Jill, business coach, I just had my first mastermind call this morning with 12 other ladies, which was awesome, three hours long. And Jill talked about their revenue goals. She says she hits her revenue goals for each launch 20% of the time. Mm. So I think it's a, a common thing. Like she says she has a safe goal a stretch goal and then a hairy, audacious goal. Yeah. And she says that they've, that they've grown in revenue across the year, and so they've hit their overall revenue goal, but with each launch, they've been well short of, say, that audacious goal, yeah. and only 40% of the time hit. Yeah, because it's really hard. I mean, it's impossible to predict. It can be. Yeah. Accurately. So you're never going to be right on your goals, but you know, yeah. I guess, not going backwards is, is reasonably important. Yeah, uh, also like the way that she was talking about it as well, like when you have, like for some things you can actually predict. Like mm. if you've got X number of people in your sales funnel, then there are percentages that right. you can sort of yep. see where you can get. But I think what you were, what you, when you're talking about it, Cam, I'm thinking how, yeah, to just focus on just the end number yep. isn't what each month or whatever yep. might not be the best way to approach it because then you, it's a really no. easy way to get demotivated. So overall, so there's this thing with when you, you're earning monthly recurring revenue. So you're acquiring so many new customers each month and then you typically have a percentage of churn. So you're churning so many customers each month mm. and there's a calculation that you can make whereas if you're getting so many new customers in a month and then your churn percentage stays the same, eventually you plateau. Yes, you will. So just on the maths. Yeah. So basically that's what's happened to me over the yeah. last few years. So yeah. my, my growth percentage, so everything stays the same, mm. but you get so many, you get to a point where you have that many customers that percentage churns out the new. Yeah. So then you reach the plateau. Yeah. So so then going back to what I was saying before is, so now I can't continue to do what I've been doing and expect to keep growing. Mm -hmm. So basically for the first five, four, five, six years or something, you just tick along nicely and you just, you know, oh, it was always growing, like just yeah. always growing. And then, and then I hit that, that X times Y plus seven carry the two, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. the calculation yeah. is. Yeah. So I hit that and then just plateau because it's just yeah. just the maths of it. Yeah. So now, so going back to what I said, so now I have to do things differently. Yeah. So now I have to do things that are, will pick up my my growth rate. My growth rate has to accelerate higher than my churn rate is, and then so 
So then I'm, so I am sort of happy that I have made some changes and done a few different things. Yeah. Um, awesome. And the business this year. It sounds like as well that whilst at the start of the year you were thinking, if I don't hit X number, then I won't focus on it. Whereas since you sort of shifted, pivoted slightly towards more challenging yourself within the business and mm. setting some things which you've then been able to achieve, that's quite motivating outside of the, like, so therefore yeah. it's less of a, you know, numbers game. Yeah, it is. And then the other thing that sort of happened in that period as well is that I got a part-time job. Yes. So when I said that, like, I, the only revenue I was really relying on was training talk revenue. Mm. And then that wasn't as much as I could earn if I just went to, to be a full-time developer. So that's the that's what I was really balancing. Yeah. Those that's what I was balancing the decisions against now. Yeah. But now I've got a job on and training talk revenue. I'm actually earning more than I than I would necessarily if I stopped focusing on training talk and did something else. But I mean, maybe not more or less or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But actually, there isn't a lot of opportunity cost now. Yeah as compared to there was when I was thinking, when I was sort of putting that goal together. Yeah, nice. So if I was only earning what I was earning when I said that goal, then yeah. I probably should have stuck to it. And now I've got all of this buffer now where over the last year or whatever, I've earned a lot more money than I did the prior year, even though the business hasn't grown yeah. that much. So It gives you a bit more freedom to think beyond numbers, I think. Yeah, I've got a lot of margin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because I'm almost the opposite in that I gave up my full-time job. Mm. Yet it's a much better scenario for me and my business because instead of spending five hours a day on my full-time job, to, yes, five hours, despite it actually being full-time, it was five hours I couldn't be spending in the business. And now I, and I think that giving up the job has actually afforded me the ability to increase yeah. my business. Yeah, and, and think, really set a pattern. Yeah. And I think it's because you sort, you've got yourself to a point where you know where to put your energy. Yeah. To turn it into money. Yeah. And I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. Like I'm still messing around with some stuff to figure out. And if I if I all of a sudden found this thing, like I can just put all my energy yes. into this, and that just means that I'll grow revenue. Yeah. And that's the time to. Yeah. Get rid of that up. Yeah, stuff. and just spend all your time on surf surf school with Cal Cal Broccoli. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh cool so then Ken would you ever do you rate your years do you like you're like yeah that was a solid seven no and so I'm gonna give I'll, I'll give it I'll give this year a I'm gonna give this year an eight mm. gotta yeah. be because of our trips right yeah yeah if it wasn't for that surely yeah. it would come in at about a five and a half six yeah 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 exactly <laughs> I was thinking about that so you know it's been a good year yeah good and the year but I mean the year but I mean it's hard hard not to have a better year compared to the year before. Well, it's interesting you say that because so many people are like, is it just human nature to at the end of your year go, oh, that was such a shit year. Mm. Cannot wait for 2020. It's going to be yeah. way better. Maybe I'm just saying that because I feel like I should have said that because we had COVID and couldn't really travel and stuff. Yeah, no, no. Like I think 2021 was shit. Mm. But for some reason, everyone else thought 2022 was shit, whereas mm. I just had this well, new leash of life. I almost committed to the, the fact that I like to travel, I like to learn, and I'm going to dedicate myself to doing that, and I'm going to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, 2022 was good. Yeah. Yep, happy. So I think, because I, I did a lot of different stuff in yeah. 2022. 
a lot of different stuff. So, you know, you, when you do different stuff, unless everything bombs out badly, it's pretty hard to have a bad year. Yeah. A bad year. Yeah. Because actually, even when you do different stuff and it doesn't go well, you've always got that backup of my first time. Yeah. You know, like I'm new to this. Like, there's always like there's actually almost a little bit of a safety net, and I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's uh, no. you. I think it really just speaks to the idea that you can't fail, even if things don't go according to plan. Yep. All right. What about what about you? 2022 was amazing mm. for business, actually. So I started the year like you, but a little bit earlier, going into my legacy program, which was an intermediate business program with 23 other women, or 20, yeah, about 23 other women, run by Jill Fit and the Movement Maestro, both of whom are amazing yeah. people. Do we need to come up with, with a name for you? Like a similar name for you? We might actually. <laughs> You just can't just bit. be, you just can't be Mickey Willard. No, I can't be. You need be. to be yeah. maestro of something. Yeah. Oh, but that would be almost too, too copy. I need to All be right. something. Oh, let's, yeah. let's, let's, we'll come back to that. We will. Mickey we will. Fit, Mickey yeah. Fit's a bit fitness. Yeah. We'll anyway, so, so I started the year with trips booked that I wasn't sure I was able to go on because of COVID, but I was determined to, and also with the possibility of really being able to launch into my programs and I'd already at the start of the year thought think I need to leave my job I don't know how husband's gonna feel about that but maybe I'll just go part-time and see how that works out but then I very quickly realized that you just can't go part-time you actually in fact have to leave so so the so from a a mindset perspective I was it was it was all about business for me and trying to do things that optimize and setting a platform to then launch because I just for whatever reason, I think it was the information that we've consumed on business that just really made me think, you know, this is the start. This is mm. not this is not a fluke. This is not the pinnacle. This is the start of something. So that's why the business coaching was so helpful. I think that's what it really got me in that headspace. And subsequently, every launch I did did better than the one before. Not by like I set these audacious goals. I didn't hit them. But I, my safe goal was to get the same as I did last time with enrolments. And my audacious goal was to 40%, get 40% more. And I mean, I certainly didn't hit that 40% more, but it was, it's growing, mm. which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the conferences I went to, the travel that we did, the time overseas, and all the life stuff really just lent itself really well to being an amazing year. And I invested in that mastermind program when we had our first call this morning which has really sort of set the scene for how this year will continue in business. So yeah, I think from a, from a revenue perspective, I, I think I maybe got 80% extra. Mm. I think I tried to look at the, I think it was maybe I increased my revenue from my online platform by 80%. And, and I have a really good feeling about this year as well. Mm. So yeah. yeah, I'm really stoked. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. 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 I'm really proud of you. I don't, don't mean to be condescending. No, no, no. You know, so you've, you've come so far. Yeah, but also couldn't have done it without training till. And that's the thing, right? And so even though we're now talking about other changes and stuff that I can make, like there is no other platform that will do what yes, yes. actually training till does. And this episode is actually brought to you by 
Training tilt. Training tilt. Yes. And our new group coaching features. Oh, amazing. Yes, which means you can, because <clears throat> I've written a blog post actually, and it's going out next week about sort of like maybe a potential recession that, that we're in now or, or coming up or something. I think we are in, are yeah, we yeah. in it? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, sort of. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, a, it's about how people react. It's yes. about how people behave. Yes. Like even if people don't lose their jobs or don't have much money, everyone's a little bit more cautious when there's talk of a recession. Or, yes. So I think you're fine, but for uh, like other like other types of our customers, like running coaches and triathlon coaches or something who have a lot of like one-on-one -on -one coached athletes. So if people are being a little bit careful with their money, like paying someone to be, to coach you one-on-one -on -one in triathlon or running, where you could continue to do that on your own without paying them, might be something that people might be looking at reducing their costs. Yeah. So, so an aid of that, plus the fact that I'm sort of pro, what is it, I'm, I'm really positive about group coaching. 100%. Yep. Just Same. being able to make, have more impact on more people, like yeah. as a starting point. Yeah. It's not about, you know, you'll get better results if you have one-on-one -on -one coaching or whatever. It's like most people can't either, can't afford it don't want it. Yeah. I'm just happy. Yeah. It's a, there's a couple of things I think in there. Like, like there's a luxury, it's a luxury mm. item, mm. Mm. isn't it? So it's not an, it's not a, it's not like buying food. Mm. You need to buy food, but you don't need a coach. Yeah. But also a lot of the time people don't want to do different things from their friends. Yeah. I think there's a little bit of that involved, but also people learn from a group environment, I think. You know, I think about the coaching, like a platform where, where people follow a plan, but then as a coach, like they do with my, my group, we get together and we have a conversation as a group and we learn from each other. And you don't get that necessarily from one-on-one, -on -one, so the relationship changes. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not one or the other. You don't no. have to choose which one you do. Yeah. I think all coaches should con consider doing group coaching. Yeah. Just because those reasons right more they can help more people they can have more impacts yeah they can earn way more money they're leaving money on the way table way more money and it's hard to get the head around because it's like x dollars for one-on-one and then group coaching is so much less per person scale yeah but the market is so much bigger and the tools that we built make it so much easier yeah so basically you do the work of one of one one-on-one athlete yeah like you can have like 100, 200, 300 people on it with no, with no extra work. And maybe Cam, for people listening, for coaches listening, maybe one of their goals for 2023 could be looking at the scale option, you know? Mm. Like how are they going, like this is, what a perfect opportunity for them to touch base with you. Yeah. And, so and actually just even have that first conversation. I think it's good timing to try and introduce something like this. Yeah. That the best thing about it is that as a coach you can make more money. Yeah. But as an athlete you can save money. Oh, I know. So it's like win-win. Yeah. And the tools basically, the new coaching tools basically, you create a like a co I'm calling it a group cohort training plan. Yes. Create a training plan, set the dates on it. Yeah. Invite people to it. Yeah. In bulk, like a bunch of email addresses or 
publish a pricing plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which people can sign up to all on their own, create their own account, get access to the training plan. Yeah. Ends up on their calendar with the dates that you've specified. Yeah, amazing. And then if you need to make any changes, then you can just go into the centralized training plan. Yeah. Make the changes, press the sync button, and then all of the people in the group have got the changes. So you don't even have to build the whole plan up front. Yeah, amazing. You build the first week. Yeah promote it, people yeah. sign up. You don't have to do any work when a new person signs up Yeah. because it's group coaching. Awesome. And uh, yeah, go from there. So it's great. Thanks for training Tilt, our first sponsor of podcast. Yeah, awesome. And maybe next time we'll talk about our goals for 2023. 2023. Yeah, they'll be amazing. I'm not sure what they are yet. That's why we're not talking about them today. Yeah, totally. We've got a week to... to <laughs> calculate them and yeah. I'm after my first call today there was three hours mm. I feel very motivated to put down on paper the things that I and I already had them all in my head with the things that I want to create and how I want to go about doing things so I'm really excited to do that yeah cool sweet Cam alright alright shall we enjoy these beers yes we will awesome we'll talk about goals next week <laughs> <laughs>